0: Welcome to another episode of Sheesh. We're here with our boy Rob Herrera. Rob, how you been, man? What you been up to?
1: I've been good, man. I've been good uh, just working, uh, I guess, growing up. For sure. The <laughs> last time we've seen each other was a while back. So. Yeah,
0: a decade, man. Almost a decade now, I think, since high school. Yeah, high school. Bro, what, what's new? Like, What have you been doing? What, you know, what's been keeping you busy? I heard you got married. Is that true?
1: I did get married, yeah. Uh, this year, we actually got married. We were engaged for... About a year or so like that. And okay. We, yeah, we decided to just go and we didn't have, like, an official, like, you know, big party or nothing like that, but we just
0: tell us signed how the papers. Tell us the love story, man. Where'd you meet this amazing girl? This lucky girl. a love podcast, man.
1: Podcasts, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, uh, so after high school, like anybody else, you know, just I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. I didn't have good grades where I could just, you know apply to college and just get in and stuff like that i did do some applications but you know that sometimes that never works out so my parents were like yo you gotta do something <laughs> so uh to talk about near uh, where i live they were hiring and they were doing uh, uh what is it like on-site interviews yeah so my parents were like hey they're doing these interviews go interview and you know just go from there mm-hmm. so it was talk about and you know I think for any interview, you still got to get ready. So yeah, I'm going over there with a tie and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I interviewed. It was funny. Me and my sister, uh, who wasn't doing anything at the time either, we both interviewed, and then they hired us like right on the spot. So, so that was my first job, uh, and that just didn't work out. Um, three months. I just I was still young, so I wanted to party a little bit more. No. So. I quit. I was like, "Hey, like, I got some plans. Can you guys like tr- change my schedule?" They're like, "Nah, we can't change your schedule." So I was like, "All right, well, I'm not showing up." <laughs> but so after that, um, I I went to uh, to like a small college, like one of those twelve year programs.
0: Yeah, twelve um, year programs.
1: Twelve uh, month programs. Oh, sorry, God. sorry. Whoa. Twelve months. Yeah, twelve years. Yeah, yeah. Psychologist yeah, right going to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> no, twelve month program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that and. Again, that didn't work out for me. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, so, luckily, they were building a Walmart right next to that one. Hmm. So, uh, me and my friend were like, hey, let's, we wanted, we just wanted to work together. I think that was the thing. So, we were like, yo, let's just apply and then we'll go, you know, we'll see what's up. So, we applied and yeah, we got the job. Uh, so, we started working at Walmart. Uh, and going back to your question, that's that's
0: where I met my wife, was at Walmart. Uh, so, now, there's some rumors out there. I don't know if this is true. No. Some would say you were a pirate. No, nah, no, nah, I don't I don't <laughs> want to be spreading no rumors or nothing.
1: It was just love at first sight. Love like, at first love sight. Very nice. Yeah. That's
0: good to hear, Rob. Uh, let's move on from that. What are you doing now professionally?
1: Uh, so, I worked for Walmart for five years. Okay. Uh, I, be, I became uh, an assistant manager with them. Mm-hmm. And I loved everything I did prior to the assistant manager. So, uh. Once I got to that level and I realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do, I I just gave notice and I said, hey, I don't want to do this mm. and I'm done.
0: Um, what did you love about it? Like helping people, talking to yeah, people, the so, social aspect?
1: So I started doing customer service. That was my the first job that they gave me, customer service. Uh, and I just loved it because I was helping the customers. I was, you know, it was uh, like money center yeah. also. So we were doing like transactions returns mm. and just helping out like that. I just liked it. I just helped them out. after that, I got like a promotion like every year. And so career wise, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. Cause I'm getting a promotion every year. It comes with more money, mm-hmm. you know, every promotion. Uh, and so then I became like a supervisor and I was supervising people. And I think I just like, like that role. Yeah. I like supervising. Um, however, my, the way that I would manage was more, I like it more like you know, be more personable, be more um you know, like more I, people. Yeah, personal. more people. Yeah, you know, we're dealing with people and and when you got to that system manager it was more of a business and yeah. that, and for me that was a big change. It was like I want to help this person out.
0: But now people become numbers.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and it was it was hard. So uh so yeah, I did love doing that. I love working with people, um and then just helping people out, you know, making their lives better, whether it was maybe somebody wanted to do something one day and they needed a day off. And I would be like, you know what? Like, we can make it happen some way or, you know, we'll make it happen.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, and that's big, man, because there's a lot of people that go into leadership roles and and they don't know how to act. Like, simple simple things like becoming a, a manager or a supervisor make the power go to their heads. Yeah. Even though it's limited power, they they start acting a certain way and they never lead through, uh, usually they never lead through direction. Mm-hmm or through example. So that's big man, that you were able to, you know, tackle that like that and be still a people person. most people, you know, throw that out the window as soon as they hit that level. Yeah, that's funny because a lot
1: of the, well, no, I, I'm not gonna say a lot, but some of the managers that like were above me at a certain point, that's how they were. They just like, you didn't want to work for them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they would just not treat you right. They wouldn't, and so-
0: They were more do as I say, not as I do.
1: Yeah, exactly. And as I moved up the ladder, that was always in the back of my head. I'm like, I don't want to treat somebody the way I was treated, you know? So that was always in the back of my head and that was kind of how my decisions were made. I yeah. was like, all right, that's in the back of my head. I'm making a decision. Do I want to help a person out? Or do I want to make like a business decision? And sometimes there is that sacrifice where you have to make a business decision. Yeah. But for the most part, I was always trying to help out the person. Cause you know, like you have ha- happy employees and stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, maybe one day you need them and you're like, Hey, like come work. Uh, you know, we need somebody, and they're like, you know what, you take care of me. I'm, I'm
0: gonna help you out. So now, you you might be able to help us with this old age question, but is it better to be feared or respected in leadership? It, it's funny because as I as I talk about this, like I'm like, I'm like,
1: I was trying to help some people, but there were some people that were like scared, like people coming in, like new workers. Yeah, they're like, oh, I think that I think he's mean. Like I don't want to approach him or something. (laughs) Uh And then. I did sometimes make it a point to like look that way just because like, you don't want people to take advantage also. Yeah. So you have to, you have, you know, you have to find that balance. And, but I think the best one was uh, I'd rather be respected than feared. Okay. Um, because that goes back to when people respect you, they're going to help you out. They're going to do things that you ask of them when they fear you, they might not even want to be around you. So like wow. if I was to call somebody in and say, Hey, come work, that you know, we, we need, we need more hands on like
2: people over here. Mm. Like, man, I don't want to be in the same room with this guy. Like, I'm not going to go. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm going I'm to jump in the conversation. Uh, it's Hector, by the way, with Sheesh. Uh, pleasure to have you, Rob. You said something very essential that I thought was going to comment on. The thing, the thing, the the problem that is, it's 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 corporate America, man. You know, I hate to say that, but I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. But once you start, you know, kind of like you you started getting promoted, you started getting promoted, and you started hitting your job more and more and more mm-hmm. because now it becomes more of a business thing rather than the people thing. And that's the problem with corporations, man, that, you know, you get to a certain level where you just start seeing people as numbers and you start mistreating them or you just start, um, I don't know, asking Using for them. yeah, You know what Using I'm saying? Their time.
0: Yeah, well,
1: like, you, you, they ask of you and, like, we had people working, like, 10-hour days coming back, like, you know, with, like, maybe uh, two, three hours, like, of a break or something. Like, hey, just go home and then come back get some overtime or something like that. Right. Like, and, and then... That's just too much for some people, you know, like yeah. it, it, some people will do it because they need the money. But when you start like abusing people like that, it just it'll hurt the business, too. Like, you know, yeah, you're not gonna not have right. good, good employees. It's not right, man.
0: How, how do you feel on the whole mindset nowadays that people say to get a promotion, you have to go to a different company? Because I know you said you were having success moving up level yeah. to level each year. But there's there's something out there, I guess, in the professional world where people say if you want to give up, get a promotion, you got to go to a different company. Self promotion in a certain way. Hmm. Have you heard of that? Or? No, I haven't you know? heard
2: of that. I haven't heard of that, but I feel like people feel that way, bro, because it's it's change.
0: Yeah.
2: To different companies, so they start feeling the change. Yep. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well,
1: with that too, it's like if you're if you're in one company, let's say, and then you're at one position, right? Maybe they don't have like something higher right. for you, you and might then you apply somewhere else that it's a little bit higher, right? That might be like what they're looking for. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there is some companies that you know there is spots, and so like with with my my retail experience, that's what it was. It was there was always a position opening up, and yeah, I was just kind of
2: climbing the ladder. Yeah, what what would you say the perfect balance is? Is it for you more money or is it more time? What would your balance be? So so for those listening, I have
1: this yin yang tattoo, a big tattoo on my <laughs> okay my, uh, forearm here. Right, uh, I got this a few years ago, and. One of the big things for me is balance. Yeah. Um, and, and this with this yin yang, it's balance. You know, you have the good, the bad. Right. Um, I believe that you need both of those things. Um, so with your question, whether it's you know money, time, right. Um, you do need a good balance of that. But with my uh, retail example or my my history, right. When I became an assistant manager, um, during this time was when I had my kid. So I had my son, and I did not have any time to spend with my son, nothing. So it got to the point where my balance was disrupted. So I, that's why I made that decision of leaving. Right. Um, so I think you need to find a good balance. I think it's different for everybody. It's right? different for everybody. Right. Um, but for, for my life, I needed that balance. Um, On the time end. Yeah, time end. So I, right. I definitely – it was power because I was getting paid – well like you know i was like oh man nice. this is good like I, i'm getting paid good i'm gonna be able to buy support my family right but then it's like you don't even have time for your family mm-hmm. so it's like what are you doing
0: bro i like that you said that i'm uh are you a Zen buddhist
1: no i'm not yeah. i do i do uh like to research or just like you know read up on like other religions or mm-hmm. beliefs uh spiritualists stuff like that yeah um but yin yang was just like one that like it's always been in, really like, resonated with you yeah that's how i try to like live my life
0: you ever heard, balance. have you ever heard of alan watts no. Oh, I think you'll love him, man. You'll love him. He's a Zen Buddhist. He, he speaks all about balance. It's funny you mentioned that because I literally tell Hector that all the time. Like, he's like, what's it for you, Angelo? And I'm like, balance. Yeah, Life is a balance between work and yeah. personal life.
2: And to me, man, I'm barely applying that balance in my life because to me it's always been work, 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 yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like that. My parents are like that. Just work, yeah. work, work, work. And Like, to me, man, I feel like I'm like that right now because I'm just like – you know, I feel like we're at the age where you're able to do it. I mean, we're all in different positions. You know, like mm-hmm. you have a son. I'm a, you know, I don't have kids or anything yeah. like that. But now that I have a girlfriend, man, I'm just changing my mindset to like, okay, there's more to life than just work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. It's building relationships like this. You know, we're over here vibing and talking about life itself. Yeah, philosophy. You know? Philosophy, that's right. Theology,
0: everything <laughs> yeah. here. Did you ever?
2: Did you ever catch somebody scanning a PS4 as a limit? No, <laughs> I've seen. crazy. Nah, i seen, seen somebody
1: just walk out with the PS4. Bro, really? I swear. I, I I've seen it all at retail, man. It's you can't. Crazy. You didn't stop him or you don't You can. Illegal, right? I, am I? I mean, what? What do you? What mean? am I gonna do? Right, like right. fight the dude? Like you know? What I mean, like it's a. That's crazy. You no, know, it's a PS4. No, so yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff. Um,
0: so, why do they always ask to check the receipts then? I mean, they can't buy us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, you could.
1: That's a third party, right? You, no, it's uh, so they have Alex to. Oh, it? yeah, it's Yeah, it's just the people greeters that they have. I think it's just like a. Like, a, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Like a courtesy check or something. Because
0: have you seen those videos where some people are like, not complying and they literally fall them outside? Yeah, so We're that's sure not their here? job. So they're no. just, they're just,
1: oh. Yeah, you can't man. do that because then they get sued, man. Yeah, it's a liability. Yeah, uh, they had a big issue with uh, Yeah. I mean,
2: we
0: can get into it, but yeah. liability. <laughs> yeah, it's a liability.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. it's a liability yeah.
0: So for those of you hearing, never show your receipt. Oh, I'm just no, kidding. Yeah, didn't start fighting. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't say
1: that. I don't condone that. You don't
0: condone that. No,
1: but all right, so. So yeah, I said, yeah, it was crazy. Um, no, but going, going back to what you asked me about my profession, I just wanted to give a little backtrack at that. Um, now I do, I work for the federal government, um, under the department of the interior, and then I do, uh, I'm a payroll tech, so I pay, um, the federal employees, so whether that'll be like federal judges, anything like that, NASA, stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, that's what we do. Um, and that, that job has the perfect balance for my life um, so that right now I'm happy I've been you know um, it's different it's not like you, you you can't just be moving up you have to wait like your year yeah you it's a certain yeah a certain amount of time to be moving right. up um, when I was at Walmart I met, I mentioned that I was making good money right so right. I, was, I was making um, what I thought are considered good money for me at least right um when I left I took about like $10 pay cut Wow. so okay. But so yeah, it was like, man, what am I gonna do? I lost a lot of money. But at the same time, the time that I've earned with my family, with my son. It was worth it. It was worth it. Like that's I awesome. I didn't get holidays off at Walmart. I didn't get like weekends off, you know, maybe one here or there. Constantly working. Yeah, constantly working. Here, I mean, I got flexibility when I start, when I end, uh weekends off. Like it's just perfect
2: balance for me. So, that's awesome. We congratulate you, man. Thank you. and,
0: and that really goes to show everyone out there that success is defined differently by everyone. For some folks, it might be money for other folks. It's balance. And uh, it really goes to show you that you shouldn't judge yourself or rate yourself on what everyone else thinks success should be. It only matters what you think and what makes you happy. And that's key to remember because you see it a lot. Some people work themselves to the grave thinking they're going to make riches and riches and life is fast. It feels long sometimes, but it's fast. So always remember that. But that leads us, I guess, to our next question with you, Rob. What do you like to do for fun now with your kids? Do you just hang out with your kids? Uh, for fun? So I still play sports. Uh-huh. Uh, that's something that's always been part
1: of me, sports. Uh, obviously, with COVID, it's been a little bit difficult because you can't. You know, we don't have organized sports right now. Yeah. Uh, right. But, yeah, uh, soccer, football, basketball, anything that I can do just to stay active um, – like I mentioned, I, I or I don't know if I mentioned it on this one, but I did, you know, I'm not, like, fat fat or obese or nothing. I don't consider myself like that. <laughs> no, you're good, man. But, as long as you But, though. you know, as you get older, as you get older. <laughs> you any, but, yeah, for any young people out there, like, you know, like how they say, you don't use it, you lose it. And that's definitely, like. You know, you, you start gaining a little bit of weight, so... Mm, that's true. I, wouldn't
0: I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't know, We ain't got video up in here. <laughs> this is a podcast, Rob. I'm just yeah, i
2: just <laughs> No, but No, yeah, i you, yeah. Life,
0: it, it gets up to, I mean, life, like you said, life starts taking over. You start neglecting certain hobbies or certain things. and yeah. But it's definitely key. Like you said, if you don't use it, you lose it. You and you lose it. Yeah, so that
1: that those are my hobbies, mainly sports, sports. Uh, and then I get to you know my love of sports, I get to share it with my son. So right. you know, I put him in soccer, he did that. Um How old is your son? He's three right now. Okay. Yeah, so he's barely getting into, you know, but he, he loves sports, he loves all that. That's awesome.
2: That's awesome, man. The next the next pro professional athlete, bro. I mean, that's what we
0: hope for. That'd be great, yeah, huh? That's what we hope for. Very nice. What's your uh, your significant other do for a living, Rob?
1: uh she is a bank teller okay a uh, first bank right now
0: Very right, nice um and you guys still have a pretty good balance where you guys see each other or your guys schedule conflicting at all not really
1: with you know with the whole covid thing it's been it's been fine okay um i'm out, i'm working from home right now so i'm just at home with my son most of the time um and then yeah i mean she it's, her hours aren't that crazy so we still have that perfect balance mm-hmm. um
0: so COVID really hasn't affected you guys much. If anything, it's probably giving you more time with your family because you're yeah. working from home.
1: Yeah, we've been one of those, uh, I guess, lucky people because you know it has affected some people. You know, drastically, but for us, it hasn't been a crazy change.
0: Right. Uh-huh. That's a blessing in itself, yeah. especially this year.
2: It is. It is. I, I feel like
0: COVID's going to change a lot of things, especially how you see life. You know, and, mm-hmm. and also how you work. I feel like this really showed companies that they can have people working from home yeah and they don't really need uh brick and mortar buildings anymore right so i think that's probably gonna be something that's gonna start changing as well in the future yeah that would be good because then you have that balance a little bit better some people would argue that that'd be bad bro because then you're taking work home and you're not as productive And you're not as productive or now you have your personal life mixing with your work life how, how, is how do you create? keep that balance so uh, i'll give you the example with my current
1: job right now is um prior to pre-covid They were only for my position, they were only allowing us to do one day out of the two weeks that you work from home. So so nobody really did that? Yeah, would do it because also like if there was a snow day, everybody else can stay home. Like if you don't have a telework agreement, that's what they call it. And then if you do have one, if if you have a telework agreement, you would have to work that day. Mm -hmm. So people are like, Oh, I don't want to work on a snow day when everybody else is chilling. Yeah. So pre COVID like working from home was not really like an option. It was just like, you know, nobody really cared for
2: it. Whatever, right.
1: So I don't think we were prepared to do telework from home or working from home uh, every day. Uh, So that affected a lot of our procedures because a lot of stuff in the office was paper, paper, paper printed out, you know, file it somewhere, do this. Uh, So when we first started, it got crazy because nobody knew what to do with their work. Nobody knew what, where to do, you know, where to file it, what to do, how do you keep it? So that was a big issue. Um, and I do see like some, maybe there is some, you know, productivity issues here and there. Um, I mean, it just depends on how honest you are, you know? Right. So now that you're at home, is it all electronically? Yeah, it's all electronically. Um, we do have the option to go into the office. Right. Uh, but, you know, a little bit step of, of the curve. Cause I was, I was doing that one, uh, telework or working from right. home. So I had already like created folders. So whatever I did, it's, you know, electronic folders. And right. Stuff and like that's that. what I'm
2: saying, man. Like that's where heading. like, like you were doing paper. Now you're doing electronically. Yeah. That's what, that's like an example. There's so many out there, man. Like kind of like restaurants. I was talking to a good friend of mine. He, uh, he owns a restaurant and it's going to sound kind of cruel, man. But he told me that COVID in a way, help them out because instead of people dining in and you have to employ more cooks and more people, you're getting a lot of dining orders, dining out, sorry, taking out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So his costs went way down on employees and his orders went up.
0: See, it's funny you say that because um, a lot of restaurants are claiming that their costs went up because of COVID with, uh, with me. So the fact that, you know, some, the shortage, the, the shortage, yeah. Well, uh,
2: the, let me, let me re-explain myself. The cost went down on employees, which sounds cruel, mm. you know, cause people got, lost their jobs. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, it's more of a business decision mm-hmm. cause you don't have people coming in eating yeah. People are just picking up and going, picking up and going. So that's why I constantly say mobile is the future. Yeah. You know, you start seeing more food trucks out there for mm-hmm. instance. Sheesh. You start, you know, there you go. I've been waiting, man. My yeah. wife, I told my wife, she's like, hey, when's that open up? There yeah, well, March, yeah we're, right? we're working on that. We're working on that. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, in that way, like, just AI itself, man, just a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, It's going to take over. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think uh, technology, as it starts evolving, it's going to start eliminating more jobs for a lot of folks that in the past are kind of redundant work? Kind of like, uh, for example, there's uh, I think there's an automatic fryer robot now that could flip fries. Yeah, I do see that.
1: I mean, have you seen the Walmarts lately? They just have like mainly checkouts, yeah. So they got they don't really need cashiers, they have maybe right. like two open or something, yeah. Um,
0: I, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, I think it, it will. I mean. Right. You've already, you see it already. You know, you go to the store, you see all these self checkouts, all these computers.
0: Do you think it's going to create this big disparity where there's going to be so many folks out of the workforce that didn't really have those skill sets to transition to something else? And now it's just going to be all these automations that's taking over. Do you think it's going to create kind of this class where they feel a little left out or pushed out?
1: Oh, kind of like the French Revolution with the
0: aristocrats and the people that were pissed off?
1: It will. Um, and it, it it sucks, you know. It, it it sucks, but um, that that's why like me, I I try to like learn as much as I can. You know, I'll try to keep up with the news or something, just the trends. Uh, just because you you have to keep up with it, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's still changing. It's still, everything's evolving. Yeah. Um, it does suck for those people that are stuck, like you know, and just doing one thing one way, and you know, they don't learn, but. It it will create issues for those people, but at the same time, it's, you know,
2: you have to... It's, it's progress. You you can't to, yeah, you progress. have to keep learning.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
2: What's something that keeps you moving, Robert? Besides your family, Besides course. my family? Yeah, what's something that keeps um, you pushing?
0: That like, was that born inside you of being ambitious to the certain sense you are, or so, did you learn it as you aged? So I learned it,
1: so like my work ethic and just the way that I am, I think as a person, I got it from my parents, you know, I right. think... I think the you know the a lot of podcasts yeah a lot of us have talked about our immigrant parents or you know parents that are not originally from here or they don't you know stuff like that right um so yeah that was me uh so I have like well like eight siblings okay right? for and sure. for the for the most part of that it was just my mom mm-hmm. just my mom working you know right um and so just seeing her just work that kind of you know i'm like man she's like really working and that just gives me like i don't have the excuse to be oh i can't work that hard or you know i i'm good like no you know she was working to make sure that her kids were all right and stuff so that's always been part of me it's like my mom's always said like you know like just just work just work and you know everything will be all right pretty much so that that's been one thing i I work because i I seen her work ethic. Right. And then at the same time, for myself, I like to, how do I say this? Like, I like to, like, better myself. Right. I want to just uh, improve my knowledge, get more,
2: you know, just better myself, be a better person. Just constantly work on yourself. Exactly. No, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up about our parents, you know, because, uh, you know, we have these talks, me and Angel, and I feel like we as immigrants, parents that come from immigrants, I mean, we're all immigrants, but. We're raised on survival. Yeah. You know, our parents teach you teach us the, like, we're not raised, like, I don't want to put categories out there, but, you know, we're raised on survival. Other people are raised differently. There's people mm-hmm. that are raised on love. There's people that are raised
0: on. We're definitely raised on necessity. I you guess. know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
0: Because for the longest time, like even my, my my father, uh, for the longest time he was more of a financier than he was a father because he, he was always working. And I know he did it from a good place. But you wouldn't see him as much. But I wouldn't see him as much. Right. He was never there when I was younger emotionally. As I got older, yeah, you you start building that relationship and you understand why. Mm-hmm. But at the time, as a kid, not seeing your dad, it, sometimes it felt like like a stranger. Yeah. Especially when he was like on vacation or anything like that. So I definitely see where coming from immigrant parents, we are raised on a survival and necessity. To them, it's 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 enough, and and I understand, and it. it is enough to per, just provide. Right, but I think we should strive, I guess, to also be there emotionally for your kids, because then they grow up in a way without you.
2: Yeah, and it sounds so, like that's what you're doing, Robert. You know the balance, man. Like mm-hmm. you were making better money where you were at, but you just you decided to sacrifice that for more time with your family. And for for me personally, I applaud you for that, man, because that that takes a lot of courage, man. And personally, like you're you're pretty much breaking the cycle. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You're more there for your son and you're going to raise them differently. And I'm not saying your parents did a bad job, Yeah, you know, but it's just the way that we are all brought up in a way.
0: Yeah. Cause you see it a lot, like, especially where I work at, I've seen the folks, they literally work themselves to the grave. Like they're, they're working a bunch of hours thinking they're going to get rich. And then one day, I don't know where a disease happens or they get a heart attack or a stroke
2: mm-hmm. and they're gone. Yeah. And people, yeah, and Like all that, all, all what that, you work for, it's pretty for much nothing. gone with you. It's exactly. like, exactly. And
0: a lot of these guys, they they there's some of those people I don't believe in like, having kids or getting married, so all that work and effort disappears because yeah. when you leave all that money to... You, There's you, that
2: dicho, no, no, sabes, no sabes para quien
0: trabajas. No, nunca sabes para quien va a trabajar, para quien trabaja, because you die and what, you the die, government you takes your money job, back? Yeah. Like it's, it's, life is a balance. You have to have fun, you have to enjoy it, you have to work. But we, we work to live, not live to work. A lot yeah. of folks forget that. Yeah, it, it's it's, you know it's nice
1: having money. It's nice having the things that you want. Um, and anybody you ask, you're probably going to hear like, Oh, like I'd rather have money. Cause you know, that's going to solve a lot of things. Mm. And at one point that was my mindset. It's like, I, the more money I have, the better off I'm going to be. Right. And that's until I had like my, my son and stuff. And I'm like, like you know, there's nothing I can really do with money if I'm not like with them or something like that. So, mm. so, so, uh, there's some. Unfortunately, some people can't make that sacrifice. You know, some people right. can't take a ten dollar pay cut. Some people, you know, I was still living at my parents, so there's that. You know, I wasn't paying my expenses weren't crazy. Right. Um. So that's why I was able to do that. Uh. And you know, there's some people that can't do that, but if you can, you know. Try to get that perfect balance for your life. That'll. That in itself will help you just live a better life.
0: Yeah. Great.
1: I agree. Because uh, I was talking – well, we all know Ernesto. Uh, and so uh, I was talking to him one time, and and he's one of those people that I've, I've kind of seen, you know, for a while. And then he's all over the place. I'm like, man, this dude's doing everything. Like, how do you got time for that? Uh-huh. You know, he don't got kids. He don't have, you know, stuff like that he was coaching he was going to school yeah. he was, he had a lot of projects going on. he had a lot of stuff going on and i'm like yeah that's awesome cuz he's getting so much experience so much exposure and then we would talk and he'd be like i'm always trying to help people but there's a point when you need to like let them go because he's like i have too much on my plate right now yep yeah. and that's that's one one of the things i told him i'm like you know like you have to make that decision, like, hey, like I can help you here, but you got to take care of the rest, and, you know, and find that balance with your with your life because yep you can't struggle like that every day. That that sucks. I'm glad you
2: brought that up, man, because like, in order for you to help someone else you care for and you love for, you need to be selfish in the beginning. Yeah, you need to help yourself out first, and then you're able to help out whoever it is, you know.
1: Yeah, so that that was one of the talks that really with between me and him that like really stuck because um and i don't know if it helped them or not but we talked about it and i'm just like this is you know because this is how i am as a person right and i'm like that's kind of what you have to do so you know i hope that helped
0: them or you know made his decision making a little better but because there's something i guess that you could help as much as you can but there's certain things in life where the individual themselves has to make that change for themselves Mm -hmm. no matter how much you try to push someone or that's right. motivate someone or educate someone, sometimes it has to be born inside them for that drastic change to happen. But, Rob, we want to thank you for coming on today and being part of Sheesh. For everyone that doesn't know, is Rob Barrera. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll have him on again in the future. But Sheesh. Sheesh. Y'all have a good day.